Are you looking for organic grown CBD products? Well, check out Essentially Yours CBD Spot. The Essentially Yours CBD Spot LLC offers organically grown CBD products. Their passion is to help you become a healthier you naturally, non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegan-friendly. So go to www.essentiallyyourcbdspot.com. Thank you for tuning in. I just wanted to make a note that you can catch the video version of this interview on my YouTube channel. That is Go Queen TV on YouTube. Check us out. Thank you. Hey, so thank you guys for joining the Go Queen brand podcast, The Key Chat. So today I have a very special guest and her name is Ms. Shay Cole and she has a lot of special things going on. So I'm just going to go ahead and give her the floor so she can introduce herself and tell us about her project. So how are you doing today? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, as you stated, I am Shay Cole. I am an author, a writer, an entrepreneur, a mom, a survivor, a number of different things. <laughs> so um, currently I am selling, pre-selling my upcoming book. Um, okay. It is entitled From His Partner to His Prey. Mm. And it is based on my life as a okay. married woman going through a domestic violence marriage and learning that uh, when you get married, both people have to be on the same page and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they they both have to want the same things out of the marriage in order yeah. for the marriage to be successful. So um, my book just talks about, it, it is based on my uh, life and not a, a full on depiction of everything that I went through just for Um, protection purposes but Mm -hmm. um it is really really I'm really excited to release this project because um our goal is to take this book and turn it into a film and you know really really get the discussion you know continued and not just Mm -hmm. started because so Mm -hmm. many people start the conversation but it's like once it gets started, it it kind of fizzles out. So right. my goal with this book is to share my story in a way that it um, not excites people, but it encourages people to be comfortable sharing their stories and their hurts and their their traumas and you know healing other people through that process. So mm-hmm. that's my um, upcoming book. It is it was released for pre-sale this month due to the fact that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So um, as I stated, me being a survivor, I wanted it to kind of be, for me, it was, it was something special. I know everyone Mm -hmm. doesn't know the, the, the whys to, you know, our, our methods and madness and such, but the book being released in October for pre-sale was just like a way for me to say, hey, everybody that's dealing with this, I know what it's like. I've been there. I survived. I'm thriving. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can help you get there too if if you want, like just by helping you share your story or giving you yes. a platform to share your story or giving you yes. a, a comment box to drop your mm-hmm. story in. So right. um that's the main goal and purpose of this book. And I'm really, really excited about it. And the movie that um, will follow this book 
it's going to be epic. I am mm-hmm. over the moon. This is going to be like my intro into screenwriting. I am yeah. nervous, yeah. <laughs> but I'm oh, really yeah. excited at the same time. So um, I feel like it will be really, really great to have something that is tangible mm-hmm. and something mm-hmm. that can last. And something yes. that can be used to, like I said, to keep the conversation going. So not only yes. will the book be able to do that, but the movie will be able to do that as well. And I am really just looking forward to to that uh, whole process. The, the I'm looking forward to the tears and the stressful moments and mm-hmm. <laughs> the uncertainties of how it's all going to play out. But um, I'm also looking forward to the rewards of it all as well. So. Um, yeah, that's my um, upcoming project. So, well, I'm happy to hear. I like how you focus on keeping the conversation going, of course, so it doesn't fizzle out. Um, I just did an interview with a young lady who has a um, nonprofit organization based out of Texas for survivors of domestic violence. People are still going through it. And I think one of the important things that we touched on was number one, a lot of people aren't educated as far as just domestic violence in general. It's still a very taboo subject. I think a lot of times people focus on trying to blame someone as to, well, why did you get in that situation in the first place? I just feel like no one kind of really cracks it open the way it should be. And I also like how you focus on, hey, like you can survive and this is what happens next. I think another component is when someone leaves the situation you're literally starting over it's Mm -hmm. like an entirely different battle at that point because there's so many things that are coming at you once you are gone for good you know and that's one thing with my platform like when I focus on hey go love yourself because you're literally broken down you have to build yourself back up it's a whole different ball game once you're gone you know like you're literally building yourself back up Mm -hmm. so what is how long has the book number one how long did it take you to write the book and what made you decide to hey you know this experience I went through I'm going to put it in a book form and obviously you talked about the movie too but what made you from the beginning decide that hey I want to really 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 go ahead and put this in a book well um the book started out uh this is like my sixth book that I'm uh, publishing so this book was started I want to say three four years ago Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. at the time it was still I was still healing through a lot of things that I didn't even know that I needed to heal from Um, a lot of times we go through so much and we just get over the finish line and don't don't even realize that we still gotta recover right (laughs) so to speak Mm -hmm. so there was a lot that I didn't um that I didn't know that I wasn't healed from. So when I started mm-hmm. writing the book, um, it was, people would read certain snippets of it and say, you're still too close. You're still, yeah. too, you're still too close to it. And mm-hmm. so I focused on my other books and, you know, got those books out and it was just on me to keep, um, to keep working on this book. I wanted yeah. to make sure that I shared it because writing is my passion. And mm-hmm. putting, putting my stories and my life in books is for me, like a way for me to provide uh, 
a guideline for people or a, a vicarious experience for people who mm -hmm. may know someone who's, who's going through it or who may <clears throat> be going through it themselves and need some help or some guidance or to just feel like they're not alone. So right. um, my whole purpose of putting, putting my, my personal stories into books is, is to just be a voice, provide a voice for those who, who don't speak for themselves who can't speak for themselves and who, you know, who don't know they need to somebody to speak up for them, you know? Right, um, right. So this book has been hard to write, very difficult mm -hmm. to write, um, mm -hmm. especially in the earlier years. Um, it was very hard to relive certain memories mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, also hard to to mask certain things right, so that they're right. not um portrayed in a way where it causes more problems mm -hmm. that's the right. best way to say yeah. that yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so like that's the those are some of my main my major challenges with this book and in, in not wanting to end it with a typical ending I didn't mm -hmm. want it to be like super expected or anticipated right. or, you know, uh, she gonna go through something, somebody gonna do this and then yeah. she gonna be happy ever after. I didn't want right. that kind of, you know, format. I wanted to tell my story because for, for so long people would hear my story and say, girl, that's a book. Girl, oh, yeah. that's a lifetime mm -hmm. story. Oh my gosh, right. girl, you went through that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, I have to, I have to put this out because apparently <laughs> somebody else needs to needs to know that I made it through all right. that. Oh, pain yeah. and I'm alive and I'm I'm healthy. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't fold. And yeah. it, that's important to know. Like you can go through a lot of a lot of hard times in life, but it doesn't it doesn't have to break you unless you allow it to so that's that was one of my one of my this is why this book is so important for me because this mm -hmm. is I made it yes <laughs> I survived yes. all of it and not only did I survive but I am thriving I am doing stuff for myself for my children for other people helping them mm -hmm. overcome and it's it that is what is like oh, oh that's, yeah. that's that's building the excitement and the anticipation for me to release this project for other people so i'm 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 just oh my gosh i'm just ecstatic about this that's amazing so and it is important and i, I know how it is you know like when i started just blogging and doing a podcast and stuff you know because we have similarities i was like like you said you 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 want to like not mask it, but you also don't want to <laughs> open another can of worms where mm -hmm. other people are coming back like, oh, you said this and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. You know, so like it's a catch 22 for sure. Um, you know, and it's not really easy when you're trying to write what happened to you or write your life story or write your truth, you know, because <laughs> your truth can be offensive to someone else, you know, that 
was involved in the same situation and who may not, may not take ownership for certain things that they've done. It's just, it's extremely therapeutic, mm-hmm. you know, but there's like a fear involved too. I don't want to necessarily say fear, but you know, you just want to be free, you know, like it's yeah. writing is extremely therapeutic and it's a huge healing process. And you just want to break the barriers, you know, but you don't want to cause any other issues, you know, when you come from an abusive situation, you know, things like that. I think that's what something that people kind of don't understand. Like you're still kind of in that defense mode in a sense. Like you don't want to be re-victimized or uh, violated again by anyone in the past, you know, so you have that armor up, you know, but I definitely commend you for just having that fearless attitude to say hey I'm going to give my testimony because it really is important and I feel like a lot of times you know people try to really decipher people that have been through situations like that and try and figure them out Mm -hmm. and I think it's so important when you've gotten past it you know you've gotten to a different level to share your story because there's someone that's watching that's looking at you like wow Shay's been through that oh wait, mm-hmm. not her, oh wait, trying mm-hmm. to do that, they don't look like it, <laughs> so it's, like, mm-hmm. it's so important to show, like, hey, like, you can get to this stage, you can get out of it, and here's, you know, the nitty-gritty of it, it's not easy, and I think another important thing when you share your story like you have, it breaks down the stigma of shame, yep. because that's one of the biggest barriers, I feel like, when you're in relationships like that, and you're coming out of it, like, people want you to be ashamed, you know, and even when you're being abused, obviously your abuser wants you to be ashamed too, so you don't leave, so you don't say what has happened, you know, so you don't speak up for yourself, so I definitely commend you for that, so I know you mentioned that this is your sixth book, and you've been writing for quite some time, obviously, so when did you begin becoming a writer, is this something you've been doing since childhood? It is, actually, Um, I started writing, my mom actually started me writing. She mm-hmm. would write notes to me and mm-hmm. that's how we would communicate. So I had to learn how to articulate myself through my writings in order to get her to understand what I was saying and you know go back and forth. So that's mm-hmm. how I started writing essentially. And then okay. from there, I was like, okay, well, if I can write like this with her, let me see how else I can do, what else I can do. And I got into poetry and started really just writing whatever it was like. I would go into this trance and I would just write. And I started with poetry. I published a few poems. I won a few poetry awards. Um, It was really cool. I got a lot of um, a lot of people from school because by this time I'm in like high school, college, and uh, classmates are like, hey, I need a, a love letter. Hey, I need a poem. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need I need help with writing this. Hey, I need that. So I'm like, okay, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of good at this. Let me, mm-hmm. let me keep going. So right. I kept going with it and kept going. And I would always hear that you're really talented as a writer. This is mm-hmm. really good. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you just have this natural gift. Mm-hmm. And it was going straight over my head I was like 
that I want to be a psychologist. That's what I want to do. I want to help people and figure out how they mind work and help them to make better choices in life and things like that. I am not trying to be a writer. This is fun, but a writer who does that? Like that's my thought process. Mm -hmm. So I get to college and I'm in college in my, in my major and I'm going and going and going. Everything happens. I can't tell it all because it's in the book, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going and going and going. And then uh, I realized that, hey, psychology is great. However, <laughs> you are passionate about writing. Mm-hmm. And you are, although you are passionate about helping people, you are passionate about helping them through your writing. So mm-hmm. it was like, I didn't really realize that until after the divorce Mm -hmm. and after I went through all of that. Yeah. That's when I really, you know, kind of got hit on the head by the apple, so to speak. And the idea came like, Hey, this is your passion. Like you're, Mm. you've been doing this for so long and not realizing that you're talented, you're gifted. This is like a gift. You need to, put some respect on your gift and you know don't don't just you know treat it like it's just everybody can do this no (laughs) everybody cannot (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's why they were coming to you asking you for help crazy so that's all of these thoughts and I talk to myself like you know regular people talk to themselves not like right answer myself but (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do talk things out and it was like okay this makes sense and again for years and years and years people kept telling me oh my gosh this is such good poetry you need to write a book you need Mm -hmm. to make a book Mm -hmm. you need to do a book so Mm -hmm. that's how my first book came to be I um decided to share my story of how I learned about love, life, pain, and my gift through my first book. And it is an autobiographical sketch of me um, riddled with poetry um, that kind of goes along with every section. It's broken into four sections. Um, Mm -hmm. I love my life, my pain, my gifts. And it, like I said, just talks about my lessons in those various areas and how how I grew to accept my gift. And how mm-hmm. I started um, moving from that point and encouraged everyone else to, to do the same thing. You know, everybody has a gift and everybody has a purpose. So everybody should live on purpose with purpose. That's one, yes. of, my, one of my things. So um, that, was, that was my first book. And that's how it all started. The second book I went to, um, the second book is called the book about life classes in session and it is broken down into five lessons and mm-hmm. the five lessons discuss things that we do as people to keep ourselves in negative situations mm-hmm. so one of the chapters is called how to cause confusion and most mm-hmm. people would think when they hear it, the the chapter title like oh she about to be negative and she about to be talking crazy but it's actually <clears throat> wordplay I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very big on wordplay. I love wordplay. So mm-hmm. um, how to cause confusion essentially discusses how we carry ourselves from day to day and things that we do currently to cause confusion in our lives and the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And it also discusses how we can stop doing that and mm-hmm. move forward to 
live a better life together instead of mm. living in these negative situations we have the power to to change how we interact with each other mothers right. have the power to change how their how their children interact with their fathers if the father is not in the home mm -hmm. you know families have the power to support and encourage and you know push forward entrepreneurs or people who have you know outlier type of ideas things that are not a part of the norm that book talks about all of those different things uh, how we ruin relationships how we kill dreams like it talks about everything and mm. i've received a lot of a lot of rave reviews especially from men a lot of oh, wow. men have read this book and have told me like hey thank you for writing this so wow. I'm proud of I'm proud of that book. I didn't think it would be as powerful as it has mm -hmm. been for people, but mm -hmm. I'm very happy that it has touched people the way that it has. And a lot of people are saying, you know, you should find a way to get this into some classes, some trainings, because this mm -hmm. would be a great, you know, a great manual for people to, you know, use when they're teaching people how to come to work and work with one another, work in various environments. If they're nice. going to the new schools, all different types. It was like so many people came to me with ideas about how to expand this book. So I was really proud about that. And I still am proud about that and looking forward to, you know, doing some of that stuff in the very near future. Wow. That's amazing. Did, did you ever get to a stage where you, and I just learned about imposter syndrome, like maybe a few months ago, you know, where you doubt who you are, you doubt what you really have. Did you ever get to a stage where you felt you were suffering from imposter syndrome where you, cause I know you mentioned you kind of had, the, you knew you had that gift, but you were like, eh, you know, and I think a lot of people go through that. And I've mentioned this quite a bit that sometimes we underestimate our gifts, literally, like talking, speaking publicly is a gift, but some people don't realize that, you know, like they don't realize, hey, it's a gift to speak publicly. Hey, I can write things articulately. I can express myself. I can reach people through writing. And some people don't realize that's a gift too. You know, <laughs> did you go through a stage where you've ever had imposter syndrome, where you just kind of doubted yourself and just didn't realize what you really were holding on to? Absolutely. I feel like, um, honestly, I feel like that that still happens sometimes. And that's what I was kind of driving at, because I feel like, and I go through it too, I go through stages where I'm just like, you know, it's just kind of hard to process certain things. And I go through ups and downs, honestly, you know, and I actually saw, it was a pastor, I believe his name is Mike Todd. He was saying how success actually and I'm paraphrasing because I don't want to misquote anything he said, but he was also saying how like success can be traumatic as well, mm. you know, and I went through something just like a few months ago where things were going well all the time to the point where I kind of felt like I was suffering <laughs> from a level of depression because it was overwhelming because I was so accustomed to things kind of not working out sometimes that I was like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm all these things are adding up in a good way. Like, you know, I really was like, I had was a lot to do with. Have you, and I know you mentioned like you still go through it. How do you cope with that? I guess is the best way, the best question I can 
post towards you? How do you cope with it? Because, you know, like we, I think when, especially creative people, you know, it's a little different because it's, it's not the same as a traditional person that says, hey, I know how to do X, Y, Z, and this is what I'm good at and I'm going to do it. But I think creative minds, you have so many different elements that you have options with that you're good at. You know, and I think when you have that creative mind, it kind of like, it, it overcrowds with so many ideas. Like, so how do you cope and manage with that? So um, this is so funny. I literally just had this conversation last night. And Affirmation. My, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was um, one of my uh, homegirls. She is like super amazing. And I was like, I really feel like I am doing not enough, but too much at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know mm -hmm. how I'm supposed to deal with this. Like, mm -hmm. what am I doing, girl? Tell me something. Right. Let me know. Help me. Help me, girl. Help me. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. was like, okay, what you need to do is you need to compartmentalize. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to rebrand this. You need to separate this. And she just sat me down and literally spent three hours on the phone mm -hmm. with me talking and walking me through everything that I needed to do, every wow. step I needed to take. And that I'm after the day that I had yesterday, yesterday was so rough. Let's mm -hmm, be real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we all mm -hmm. go through stuff. And some days you just like, woo. I'm, I'm done. So right, right. yesterday was really rough for me. For me mm. personally, as a human being, it was a hard yeah. day. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. by the time I spoke with her, <clears throat> it was amazing. That completely refreshed my energy. It revived my creativity. It was like, okay, all right, I'm ready. Let's do this. We're supposed to have another meeting today to revamp a lot of the stuff because she could see how inundated I was. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I'm not telling you to make these changes on your own. Mm -hmm. I'm helping you to make these changes. So mm -hmm. it's a difference when somebody tells you, girl, you should leave him versus come stay with me so that you can yes. get out of that situation. Exactly. So it's, you know, a lot of it is having support. Um, mm -hmm. Real support, genuine support. Real support. support, real mm -hmm. support. And then mm -hmm. also checking myself. I yeah. am very, again, two degrees in psychology. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm always thinking about yeah. something and making sure that I'm not um, counter transferring any of my personal feelings, emotions, or issues onto any kind of situation, circumstance person client anything I'm always trying to double check myself and make sure that I'm moving from a place of honesty and truth and that I can also provide that to whoever I'm you know interacting with I mm -hmm. uh, I just try to be me you know mm -hmm. authentically me top to bottom left to right you know even diagonal I try to just be myself so mm -hmm. anytime that I come across those feelings of okay what am I doing I mm -hmm. need to find somebody who knows me and, mm -hmm. and, and, and can reset that that clock for me or reset that timer and you know get me back to being you know back to being me and being who I am until I go back to one of those moments when just like you said, something's so good going on. And then it's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Right. So right. 
it's like, you know, just having a self check and, and constantly, I think that's when people, you hear a celebrity say, uh, keeping me grounded. Mm, mm -hmm. I think that's where that, um, that's kind of where that comes from, where that stems oh, from. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's like you you get to a point where even even with relationships, especially when you've been through a domestic violence or an abusive relationship, you're yes. used to abuse. You're used to negativity. You're used mm -hmm. to the lack of. So when you oh, yeah. something or you're presented with something that's the complete opposite, you're a little hesitant because you're oh, not yeah. sure you should trust it. The same, mm -hmm. you know, especially after you put your trust into something and more times than not, it's it didn't pan out. Right. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. thought it was one thing and then it switched to something else and now you stuck. So you're not willing to just move quickly into that, you know, next thing, even though it's looking right. good in the beginning. You like, well, I, I I went to something that was looking good once before and yes. Oh no. So right. I think just having that that real strong support system, having those people who actually know me and mm -hmm. and provide me with some. I'm a vessel. If I'm pouring into people, I need to be refilled as well. Yes. So I, I seek that refill from those who know me best. And I, yes. I try to, you know, shift that, that feeling of not feeling like I'm doing what I need to do or doing all of what I can do by making mm -hmm. sure that I pat myself on the back for what I am doing and, you know, right. not focusing on the, the bad, the negative, the lack, focusing on the success, the process, the, you know, the gains, the moving forward. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how I deal with it. You just said a word because I said it all the time, like with just with my thing, you know, the Q chat, the blogs, go queen. Like I'm literally the product. You know? So it's like, it's different if I was selling hats or something, that's the product. But for a blog and all that stuff, I'm literally selling myself. I'm promoting myself. I'm literally putting my pain on a platter for other people. You know, I'm trying to pour in other people and tell them, hey, this is why self-love is important. So I'm literally giving a portion of myself and you just said a word like, yeah, like I got to get replenished too. And that's why like me personally, I'm very selective about like my circle and not just circle of people just circle of what I feed into myself like I, I literally and I do consider myself an empath I can't even talk to certain people because it's like I can't absorb too much negativity you know what I'm saying like as much as I put myself out there to help people seek purpose there's a balance with that too like I don't I can't offer everything so that it's to the point where you're literally draining me because if I'm if I if I'm not replenished I, I have nothing to give you know <laughs> so like it's a balance and and what you said too about just having true genuine support because it's so easy for someone on the outside to to dictate and say what they think you should do but okay crickets what's next like are you are you offering you know <laughs> do you have some actual true value to help get to that next level so it's really important about who you have in your circle. And another thing that you said that was important, just about like when you're in a domestic violence situation, when you've left a situation like that, even meeting new people, because I think what people don't understand is when you, when, when you get in an abusive relationship, that person doesn't start off like the boogeyman. You know, it's like, right. you know, they're a lot of times some of the nicest people you've ever met. I mean, and that's the thing that kind of kills me. And people are always like, well, 
you didn't know how they were from the beginning. They weren't that person from the beginning. Right. You know, that's the whole purpose of it. Do you really think it. I like, would have been through this if I saw that? <laughs> exactly. But that's the part. And that's where it's the lack of education. That's the part that they don't understand how it even starts. Like, I mean, I know me personally, my abuser, I remember when we first met and I remember telling somebody, you know, he's like one of the nicest people I ever met. <laughs> you know, like just everything. I was like, wow. You know? <laughs> then like a year later it was like damn you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part people just they don't understand that part like a person's not presenting themselves from the beginning like hey I'm gonna do these things to you and like yeah of course in hindsight through growth and maturity you may look back and say okay that may have been a red flag but it's still for me personally it still is never anything like that's so glaring that it was like you know, by then it's like you're already deep into it. So I think a lot of things just ties back into education. So with your experiences, and I know like obviously you're a writer and you also mentioned too that you're an entrepreneur. So just tell me about all the different things that you've done as well. Because obviously we met through some entrepreneurship networking mm -hmm. and I know that you have a lot of things going on. So tell me some things about like the business side of Shay and like the entrepreneurship that you dived into and also what led you to seek being an entrepreneur? Okay, so I'll answer the, the last part of that and then lead into everything else. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I started off in direct sales at 19 selling party light candles. Oh, wow. So that was my, ooh, I wanna make my own money. I've always been independent. That's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anybody in my family will always tell you they used to call me hurricane because you would know when I was coming and you would know that I had been there and I was going to shake everything up. So mm -hmm. um, I've always been different. I've always wanted to I've always been independent um, mm -hmm. just because a lot of a lot of things that I went through. So right. um, by the time I was 19, I was like, OK, well, I'm in college. I'm not about to be no broke college student. I'm going to get me some money. So I started selling party light candles and it was like, okay, well, this is okay, but this is not my product. And I don't really right. have the passion to push somebody else's candles, especially when they cost like they cost. So I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me move on to something else. And mm -hmm. um, what, two, three years later, I think I started, um, stationary I started a stationary okay. business so I started doing business cards and letterhead and stuff like that for people and um from there I started I had my own in-home daycare center I had uh <laughs> I was <Wow>. doing everything <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had some of everything so fast forward I started selling uh doing direct sales for a company called tastefully simple and it was okay. um natural fruits, natural food products. And me being a fat girl, I like to eat. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is this is right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> so I started selling their products. And then I was like, yeah, same thing. I kept running into that same thing. I tried, it works. I tried, I'm talking about a number of different uh, direct sales. And I was like, this is not what I need. I need my own. So right, right, right. I started blogging and I started Shayisms and um, the whole Shayisms came from a young lady when I was working on um, a degree. We had to go to a um, 
practicum and sit mm-hmm. with each other and work with our cohort and work on our skills mm-hmm. as far as becoming a counselor because I was in a counseling program at the time so mm-hmm. I would walk in and always say something off the wall so one of my cohorts was like hey give us a shayism today I said what <laughs> I like that girl give me that so that's how Shayisms got started. I took it and ran with it and uh, started my blog, started my, um, started, you know, just sharing my story from there. And my tagline was real life, real reflections. So it was just okay, me okay. responding to any and everything, talking about whatever. And mm-hmm. then um, from there, I was like constantly getting asked about books. So I went into the books took a break from the blog, came back to the blog. So now I have my, the real Shayisms because, mm-hmm. you know, long, I had to come back and let them know it's, it's, it's me, baby. I'm, I ain't no, right. ain't no faking just in case y'all right. saw the other one. I want y'all to know I'm back and better and bigger and all of that. So it's right. the real Shayisms. Like I'm famous. Mm-hmm. So I came back with that and I started promoting my books, my t-shirts, um, all of my different products. And this is one of my shirts I made for domestic violence. It says, I am my sister. And um, it. it's uh, it was created last year as a part of my one of my programs called Rhythm and Hughes. And okay. I have been building this nonprofit for a few years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is one of the programs that will be incorporated into the nonprofit Rhythm and Hughes. And it's a domestic violence awareness event where we raise money to support local organizations who are um, providing help and assistance to women, children, and men who are surviving domestic violence or attempting to escape Mm. um, their abusers. Mm -hmm. So I made this shirt for that last year. And um, from there, from the Shayisms, I had a lot of people still come to me like, hey, can you help me? I want to learn mm-hmm. how to do this. Can you right. guide me? Can you show me? So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, instead of me just doing it for you, you, I mean, I do want you to pay me for that, but let right, me right. over here and I can show you how to do it. If you don't want to pay me to do it, I'm fine with right. that. I'll show you mm-hmm. how to do it. You can pay me for that. So right, right. I started, um, creative chameleon and creative chameleon essentially is in it's a writing coach platform and mm-hmm. we also provide promotional products. So Creative Chameleon is where you go if you want the steps to learn to become a writer, if you want to know how I did, what I did in my process, what things work for me, if you want to learn all of my ins and outs and my ups and downs and avoid mm-hmm. <laughs> some of my some of my downfalls, then Creative right. Chameleon is where you would go for me to coach you and for you to see workshops and webinars and all that kind of stuff. Then <clears throat> the Shayisms is where you get raw Shay. You get my mm-hmm. products, my books, my my slang, my hood. You get, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get all of that on Shayisms. And then in the coming months, we will be releasing I Am Shay Cole. And that will be okay. my personal brand where you can see all of my accomplishments, all of the um, interviews, all of my, you know, press, all of my everything you'll be able to view from that website and, you know, link back to everything else so wow. I'm, I'm a overall just 
hustler. So oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. find a way to, to make a way. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I think that's the beast mode that happens, you know, <laughs> when you come up from the ashes from things, you turn into a beast and everything mm-hmm. turns into, I don't think a lot of people realize a lot of our gifts too, obviously you can monetize off of it. You can build your own brand. You know, it's not easy, but it's definitely possible, you know, so that's definitely another inspiration as well what motivates you just every single day just to keep pushing you know because I mean like like we said it gets draining it gets tiring but what keeps you what keeps you Shay what keeps Shay on point you know what I'm saying even when times get rough what makes you get back to point a to just say hey you know I got this I am like what keeps what what keeps you there um knowing that there's somebody waiting on me Mm-hmm. The, the fact that um, I learned a long time ago that I wasn't living life just for me. I was living mm-hmm. life for me to help others. And mm-hmm. so I know that even in my dark times and my rough moments, I know that it'll be better. I know yeah. that it'll, you know, this won't last. I know, you know, I know that it's going to turn around, but I also am honest in those dark moments that right. this is happening. I I do feel these feelings and mm-hmm. it's okay. I right. may need to vent, I may need to get it out. I mm-hmm. may need to cry, I may need to fuss. I may need to sleep an extra couple hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. I may need to do something just to, you know, kind of clear my head, but I know that I have a purpose and, you know, I go back to the living with purpose on purpose and Mm. I, 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 I can't stop. I, Mm -hmm. there's too many people waiting on me. So I have to, I have to keep going. I have to be there. I have to be present and I have to speak up because if I don't, then so many will be left behind and so many will not have a voice and so many will, you know, succumb to their circumstances. So I, I definitely try my best to <clears throat> to move move forward and pass it forward all at the same time. What is your biggest goal for everything that you're building? If you had to pick like what would be like the top number one goal that you see yourself and what you're building, if you had to just have like your dream goal right now, where you would like to see everything you're working on going, it, whether it's working with a particular person or building a particular brand, like what is your number one top thing right now that you would like to see everything that you're working on going to? Like what direction would you like that to be? My, this is so, so like you are getting an exclusive because I very rarely tell people this. Mm-hmm. One of my, my honest to God, top, top goal is to win a Nobel prize in literary mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to just continue to write, to help people, write, to heal people, write, to mm-hmm. inform people, write, to inspire people. And hopefully that will put me in a position to be nominated for a Nobel award and become a Nobel laureate that's my that's my goal for for somebody to say Nobel laureate Shay Cole ah! yes, I'm here yes. for it I'm ready yes. like that's 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 my that that's that's my crown moment right there that's amazing so with everything that you've done especially with the last project that you've done writing your book 
what is what would you say is the biggest thing that you learned about yourself like is there anything that you learned about yourself that you just didn't realize like you possessed or any any quality that you had that you really you know stepped back and like wow you know what is the biggest lesson you think you learned about like who you really are like I am like what was the biggest lesson you pulled from just everything that you worked on the biggest thing that I've learned the biggest lesson is that um living in truth is so powerful and mm. you can accomplish so much more when you when you move from that from that space and that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I created the living truth t-shirts and um, I dedicated my second book um, to everyone who wants to live in truth mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that is <clears throat> that's my biggest lesson that I've learned being honest will take mm -hmm. you so far and yeah. it will heal so much. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you hear people say truth hurts, truth hurts, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. don't really hear a lot of people say the truth heals. It yes. hurts, but it also heals. And it in does. order for you to get to that healing, you have to feel that hurt. Mm -hmm. So living in truth has been the, the, the main lesson, the biggest lesson, the best lesson that I have learned and the, the main lesson that I try to um, teach to others and to push to others to live in your truth, live in truth, not just your truth, but truth mm -hmm. period, because yes. you living in your truth may not be complete honesty. Because mm -hmm. if you're not honest with yourself, you're not even living in your own truth. You're living right. in a falsification of your truth. So it's just being honest and being aware. And like I said, that self-check, that's where mm -hmm. another, another layer of the living in truth, making sure that you are honest with who you are, making sure that you're not, you know, pushing your personal feelings and emotions off onto other people. You're not, you know, well, I, he, he, uh, <clears throat> no. What are mm -hmm. you feeling that made you right. react like that? Mm -hmm. So all of those things I think are very important. And um, those are lessons that that's, that's the number one lesson I've learned living truth. And that's the number one lesson I, I try to promote as well. Living in your truth, it is free and it is necessary. You know, it may not be easy, but it's necessary. <laughs> so before we end everything, as I gave you a slight preview, I, I would try to end every episode asking my beautiful guests, because obviously the key chat is based off of the Go Queen brand. So for everybody listening, I want to ask you, Ms. Shea Cole, how do you define a queen? I define a queen as... A woman who is secure in herself. She is secure in her, her gifts. She is willing to step outside of herself to change not only the world, but her environment immediately around her to make everyone, you know, successful overall. So I think a queen is just essentially mother nature in a sense, in her own, in her own right, a woman who gives, a woman who mm -hmm. loves, a woman who cares, a woman who provides, and again, a woman who is secure in who she is and knows that nobody can shut her down. 
Yes, I love it. Thank you so much. Now, what I want you to do, obviously, tell everyone all your information, tell them how they can purchase your products, how they can find your social media, how they can contact you, all your information. So throw everything out there. Awesome. Okay, so you can visit The Real Shayisms at the Real Shayisms on Instagram and Facebook and therealshayisms.com to purchase books, t-shirts, and read my blog and articles. And if you're interested in having me as a coach, you can learn more about my Creative Chameleon company by visiting acreativechameleon.com, acreativechameleon on Instagram, and I'm sorry, a underscore creative chameleon on Instagram and then A Creative Chameleon on Facebook. So, hey, I hope to see y'all soon. Awesome, thank you so much. I know we've been trying to work this out to get this recording together and it has been a true pleasure. I love your energy and your spirit and I definitely wish you all the success in the world with your books. I, I love what you're doing and I always commend anyone that's going through the war and they made it out, you know, because getting out of a domestic violence situation, number one, is not an easy situation, you know, <laughs> and just to be able to get out of it and have that smile and have that confidence, you know, like I definitely commend you and you really are inspiration. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. And uh, it, it was my pleasure, truly my pleasure. And thank everybody for listening. I hope you guys tune in again for the next episode of the Q Chat Podcast. Go Queen. Thank you for listening to the Q Chat Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Queen's Arrogance LLC. Our company website is www.goqueen.com.